Hey, hey, and welcome to Sanford's Unlock to Unleash EP. And we are in April 2020, so we're starting right fresh and new with episode one. And this episode is called, These Are Not Unprecedented Times. So I've been away for a little while, but I'm back and I had this, this thought, this idea, this concept that I want to share with you guys. As I said in the opening, the title of this particular episode is called These Are Not Unprecedented Times. Now, let me get right into it. Why do our kids rebel? Well, because we as adults rebel, both usually to the detriment of our well-being and our relationships. Our kids, and when I say our kids, I am talking about families, communities, educators, that work with our kids every day in one form or another. Our kids will rebel because that's their job as they start to search for themselves and their gifts to share with the world. But we as adults rebel by telling them not to make mistakes. To be honest, don't love that boy or that girl. We tell them don't come to us with your mental health issues. We tell them, don't get pregnant. We say, you're going to go to university and you're going to get a job, whether you want it or not. Adults, our kids know what they want. They just don't know who they are or have the experience yet to get there. And kids, (laughs) I'm gonna say this and many adults would probably shriek, but as adults, Many of us don't know who we are. But what experience has taught us is that not knowing who you are could lead to pain and suffering for you. And that frightens us to death. This is where we all need to practice that rare, that really rarely unused virtue called courage. The courage to communicate honestly without getting defensive, without closing our mind or personally attacking each other's character. Now, emotions, (laughs) emotions are natural. We we don't need to shut these down or or, or be afraid of using our emotions. Passion, (laughs) you know, we believe in something or we want to do something. We need that passion. And we also need that candor. The candor is is an absolute must. You know, as adults, we will say things to our kids like, go to university, get a job, find a good woman or man, take responsibility, make something of yourself. And our youth may say something like, this is what's hot these days. You're too old to know. They say, I'll figure it out myself. They say, you don't know me. And they'll say things like, stop trying to tell me what to do. Things have changed. You know, it's human nature for adults and youth to disagree. But when the disagreement becomes filled with anger, or one or both parties start to feel that they're being rejected, abandoned, or they feel that they're in danger of losing love, then fear comes out. In essence, they, 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 they go to war, you know? We go to war with our youth, and they go to war with us. And as I spoke of 
in my uh, on my YouTube channel. You can go in there and check out all my videos. But as I spoke of, I think it was a couple of weeks ago on my on my YouTube channel, um, I spoke about uh, Sharon Ellison. She's a communications consultant and speaker. She talks in the in the essence of of uh, defensiveness and what defensiveness is. Is I spoke about fearing rejection and being abandoned and the loss of love. She said that's what comes up in us is that defensiveness, which is like going to war. She states that there are three phases of this, three ways that we go to war. We either surrender, we withdraw, or we counterattack. When we go into surrender, you know, we go into it either in a uh, aggressive way or a passive-aggressive way. Passive-aggressive, uh, aggressive. Sorry, passive-aggressive is like a cold dependency. Okay, we surrender. Okay, and then of course aggressive is like we surrender, but we growl at everything they do, we get upset, and then we later on stab them in the back. Okay, and when we withdraw. We avoid any sort of conflict whatsoever. So you, these people that withdraw, that are very flamboyant and very have lots of charisma, they're afraid, definitely afraid of conflict. So they will avoid it or not even bring it up. Or they wait until that person messes up, okay? And then they may withdraw, but then when that person messes up, they'll attack them with, see, you really messed up, or see, you shouldn't have done that. Or I wasn't I wasn't angry until you started complaining, okay? And then the last one is counterattack. They will justify their position, okay? Or they will blame everything on the other person. So that's counterattack. When we are in that defensive state, we are not being very loving, we are not being very vulnerable, and we're not being very authentic. When we are when we are in our youth, we experience life more intensely. We are more emotional and vulnerable. We are also deeply concerned about what people think of us and prone to foolish and self-righteousness. As we get older, our minds tighten up around certain conventional ideas and beliefs. We start to become more inner-directed and we gain wisdom that comes with accumulating experiences. But we also become more fearful, judgmental, and intolerant of people's quirks. Let me just put it this way. Adults, where do you think you've come from? You've come from being a child, a teen, a young person. And for our youth, where do you think you're going? After you finish your childhood, your teenhood, where do you think you're going? You're becoming an adult. So my, my, my point here is that we have to learn to sit down, as I mentioned earlier, sit down and have open conversation, open dialogue, and know that we're not rejecting each other, know that we're not abandoning each other, and know that we're not in the danger of losing each other's love. You know, as I mentioned, these are not unprecedented times. This coronavirus has affected everyone. And to me, this is a really great time to get to know ourselves again as individuals, to get to know our families again, to get to know our boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, brothers, sisters, children. It's time for us to all reinvent ourselves, to get reacquainted. 
Let me give you a couple of stats for you numbers people out there. Just so you can know that this coronavirus is not unprecedented. 1910-1911, there was the cholera pandemic, which killed 800,000 people. In 1918-1920, the flu pandemic, which killed 20-50 to 50 million people. 1956-1958, influenza panic. Okay, that killed 2 million people. 1968, we had the flu pandemic, killed a million people. 2005 to 2012, we had the HIV AIDS pandemic, which killed 36 million people. And then, of course, starting December 2019, was the coronavirus. So this is nothing new. And what we're going through is nothing new. But what we need to practice, or what I would suggest that we practice, is understanding how our past has affected us today. As Robert Greene wrote in his book, The Laws of Human Nature, all that we think and experience, our most intimate thoughts and beliefs, are shaped by the struggles of past generations. So many ways we relate to the world now came from change in thinking long ago. We all lie, okay? We all rebel. We all get defensive when we are in fear of being rejected, abandoned, and in danger of losing losing love. We all rebel. That is our way of discovering who we are and trying to state stay true to ourselves. It is our job to connect through conversation and nonverbal communication as well with our youth by practicing listening, opening up to them, and being extremely vulnerable. And it is our youth's job to practice listening to the ideas and beliefs gathered over time and sharing our thoughts And as we share our thoughts, we want you to share your thoughts without fear because you won't lose our love. We have to change our way of thinking. We cannot change our fear, our unemployment because of this coronavirus. We can't change how our kids are currently, in in what educational system they're in currently, are our problems with the same mind that created it. When I work with our youth, when I work with your youth, when I'm working in schools, when I'm working in youth programs, I see the parent in each and every one of the children. I see the fear, the stress, the defensiveness, and the uncertainty of self. I am no different when my kids don't return my calls or when I see them influenced by the latest trends or following their friends who are just as foolish as they are. I see me. Our kids may not want to hear this, but they are just like us and the generations of people in our families. We have got to do better. This is our time for reinvention. Victor Hugo wrote this. He said, Nothing is more powerful than an idea whose time has come. And let me just say again, these are not unprecedented times. Time for us to come together as a family. It's time for us to come together with our friends. It's time for us to come together with our networks and collaborate 
on new ways of being, new ways of thinking, new ways of approaching this changing world. And if this coronavirus and any of the other pandemics are not signs that change need to take place, then let me tell you, you're walking around sleep. Okay? You're walking around denying. You're walking around thinking things are going to go back to the way they were. They are not. We have got to think. We've got to change. We've got to move in collaboration using our strengths, not our negativity and fear. Thank you guys very much for listening. Please leave a comment. Also, check out my YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook. And I look forward to speaking to you guys again soon. And uh, again, leave comments, leave a like, leave a dislike, leave your words, leave your encouragement, whatever you need to leave. But let's do this together. Support me so I can support you so we can support our kids together. You guys have a great night. And as always, love your mission. Talk to you guys next time.